Welcome to the 2018-19 season on the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. The Principality Premiership kicks off alongside the new Under-23s regional competition. WRU Head of Rugby Performance Garrett Jones confident that there are enough talented players in Wales for both. Different times of year, we've only got Pro 14 and Premiership, we've only got two competitions going on at the same time. Whereas we didn't have that, we were just chopping and changing last year. Prince Party Premiership will be regularly on TV on both BBC Wales and S4C this season, which means a change of attitude, according to Newport coach Craig Warren. The boys will be having regular haircuts, will be buying lime green boots. We, as coaches, as players, really grab this with both hands and, and make it a product we can all be proud of. Our Wales win George North has enjoyed some time off this summer to do things like cycling with Tour de France winner Gavin Thomas. There was one point where he was talking to me on the, and he was texting while he was riding uphill and I just thought he's taking the Michael here now and he... It's been nice, it's the first time that the break allowed me to properly switch off. One of many players starting the new season rested in the World Cup year. More from George and all four regions later, but we'll start with the launch of the new season in the Principality Premiership. Same sponsors, relegation, plus regular TV coverage. So, plenty to discuss with WIU Head of Rugby Performance, Geraint John. So, how's he feeling about the changes this season? Uh, people say, do I have my nerves? I'm, no, I'm not really. You know, there's an, I feel an excitement. I think sort of, an excitement actually, I think everybody hopefully now will understand what, what it is. You know, we've got 16 teams. We know we've got promotion relegation. We know there's jeopardy. We know the teams are playing each other home and away. We know there's regular fixtures. And the fantastic part, we've got TV as well, part of it as well. We've got Principality also on board. So I think it's, it's a simpler picture for people. Do some of the clubs want 12, four teams down? You know, that's some clubs. We know they may not be happy with that. But it, we have to give other clubs opportunities. We know promotion relegation. Everybody likes that. It is about moving forward. Or, you know, if you do go down, how do you get back up? But we're also going to put a lot of support behind it as well. And that's the exciting part. You know, put a lot of stuff around the coaches, coaching support. You know, we've done one evening with the coaches. We'll have more evenings with coaches. We've got the media TV behind it. And hopefully we'll have other support in terms of referees, managers to, to support them, commercial managers, support the clubs. So a lot of other exciting things going on as well. And maybe in, in the future, cross-border competition for these clubs as well, which is something that they expressed when we did the review a long, long time ago. How much is the TV going to make a, a difference to the exposure to the standards, I suppose, as well? Well, I think what it does is just talking to one of the coaches, you know, they're playing next week, first game on TV. It's like it's put an edge in us in training. They know they're going to be the first product up there. They know they have to show what they're made of, but also put out a product that people will want to tune in the week after. So there's a bit of pressure on them, but I think it's an exciting pressure is that they have a chance to show their skills. Coaches have a chance to show in terms of their tactical element, what type of game they're going to put out there. At the beginning, it's an exciting part to it all is that it's new. You showcase the community, you can showcase players who've been in that premiership for years. You know, they've been good products and good people to those clubs. They've been loyal servants to those clubs. And that's what we're about as well. Why can't those people have a little bit of recognition as well? And there's local people at the clubs who volunteer and put a lot of time and hours behind the scenes. Let's give them the recognition. The TV allows that and hopefully it'll galvanise people in the communities to come down and support their players and support their club. And that's hopefully what it'll be about. And you never know, you know, hopefully we'll bring more people in through the gates. That's what we're about as well, to promote the product. People always want the best players. I suppose one of the questions people are asking is, are there enough players for this under-23 stroke A team competition and the Principality Premiership? I think there is, you know, 
people talk about competitions you know last year we had Pro 14 we had British Irish we had Anglo Welsh and we had Premiership Clubs we had four competitions this year we've decided to go okay we've got development we've got Pro 14 and we've got Premiership so we've gone three competitions and then at different times of year we've only got Pro 14 and Premiership we've only got two competitions going on at the same time whereas we didn't have that we were just chopping and changing last year and clubs were using so many players and we've got statistics to show one club actually used over 65 players in one season now that doesn't give that club continuity because they don't know whether players are coming to they're going to look for players hopefully it will give us a steadiness of players and that's important as well and are there enough players in terms of do these competitions yeah we think there is it's sort of it may be the, you know we are moving down to 12 teams so the future there will be only 12 teams in the in the league as I said that, is that the exciting part this year or not because you know we know that four teams are going to go down there may be five teams because the championship team has an opportunity to come up and that's added a bit of excitement into the championship as well you know people are talking not just about the premiership they're talking about the championship as well who's going to go up obviously the, you know there's a t- certain team that's a favourite to go up but it gives them opportunity we're, we're here in Merthyr if it hadn't been for promotion and relegation Merthyr wouldn't be here so why can't we give other clubs that opportunity to create something in their community to build fantastic facilities like this moving forward? I think everybody deserves an opportunity. There's been plenty of talk over the last few weeks about all the changes. Now the season's about to start. We'll start talking about the rugby, won't we? <laughs> well, I hope so. I, you know, and I think it's been really positive here this evening. People are talking about television, the rugby side of it, and hopefully it will. You know, we've first game is on Saturday, lots of local derbies being played, Bedwest Ponapreeth, you know, Cardiff, Merthyr good old derbies around the place and hopefully will, you know, people don't like change, we understand that but we've had change every single season, I think I've been this is my third press conference in a principality launch and I've had to talk about different structures and different format, the aim is to not to do that in the future, let's talk rugby and let's work together, let's make it work, if we all have that sort of attitude, let's make this work and let's make it grow, it will happen Principality are back on board as title sponsors is the increased focus and coverage the cause of their continued involvement, here's Julianne Haynes, Chief Customer Officer at Principality Building Society that's certainly part of the reason and I think we just felt that um, we'd had such a good year last year in terms of the Premiership and also that the fact that we're sponsoring the National Youth Leagues as well as part of this deal means from our perspective supporting our local communities it just felt like the right thing to do so yeah we're really excited about the changes in the format very excited about BBC joining S4C I think it's going to be a fantastic year a bit of added pressure for the teams um, and I think that'll keep the competition really exciting and hopefully bring the Welsh public in to watch week in week out local clubs so yeah great great opportunity for us too. You mentioned uh, S4C have obviously been covering these games for a few years. BBC getting involved, the regularity of coverage. I mean, the Principality Premiership is going to be getting a lot more coverage than it probably ever has. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we know from our members how excited they are when they see, you know, the coverage on the S4C. But I think, as you say, opening up to BBC, hopefully that will bring in thousands of new members to really watch the games live and then hopefully encourage them to get down to the clubs as well and keep the support going, which I think is what we're trying to do, is to stimulate club rugby in local communities, make sure that, you know, we've got as competitive as environment as possible and ultimately players I'm sure will up the game on the days the cameras are there and make it a really exciting uh, game to watch so I, I think it's fantastic for local clubs and you know, really hoping that, that people get behind it and want to see the stars of the future For Principality who've been involved for such a long time does this now become a year to year thing in terms of your involvement or is it absolutely 
one last throw of the dice this season? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we've been quite clear that given our involvement in Principality Stadium, that over a period of time we would look really just consider our investment programme and where best to, to place it. So, you know, who knows? I'm not going to rule it out completely. We really look forward to working in partnership with you uh, and, you know, and all the clubs. But, but you know, I, I'm not sure in the very long term I, I see us involved in this. But that said, I think if we were flying here, if we can see that our communities are really getting involved and our members are telling us it's something they value, then as a building society are owned by our members, then obviously we're going to continue that support. So we won't say never, but, you know, I guess my view and why we've said we'll do it for one more year is it probably feels like time to pass the mantle on to somebody else. Of course, Merthyr are the defending champions looking for a hat-trick of titles this season. Plenty of clubs looking to challenge them while maybe also keeping an eye on the relegation issues, such as last season's cup finalist Newport. Here's their coach, Craig Warlow. Everybody wants to avoid relegation. I'm sure that's the first box to tick. I think if you have a good start, perhaps your targets may alter. If you have a bad start, again, your targets may alter. Our target is to be better than we were last year. I couldn't say that relegation isn't in your mind because that's the biggest um, worry for us as coaches and, and, and for us as a club. So just to be better, I suppose, is the, the goal. But if we're in a position late in the season where we are in the shake-up, then you know, to drop off and be where we were last year would be a disappointing end, which was what happened last year. Obviously, you showed in the cup that you could be one of the best sides around, and, and showed in games against Merthyr you could challenge the best as well. So, there's plenty from last season you can take and think we just need to build a little bit on that. Yeah, I agree. I think the difference between our best and our worst is probably too far apart. Trying to get that consistency, I suppose, in our game. It's a fantastic word, consistency, but trying to get it is really difficult. If we can replicate some more better performances on a more regular basis, I'd be happy. How's the squad shape up this summer compared to last, and how does the relationship maybe with some of the Dragon squad players? I think probably one of the key differences this year, this time last year, is that we've managed to retain the majority of the squad. We lost upwards of 10 last year for various reasons, and I think the expectation for us on the group was perhaps winning more games than losing, whereas I think this year maybe we've managed to retain, like I say, the majority of our group, and it's having a consistent level of performance week in, week out. If teams are better, we'll have to deal with that, but as long as we perform the way we, we perform, then I, I'd be quite confident we, we can be uh, competitive this year. You played in an era where television coverage of these club matches was was the norm. How much of a difference do you think that'll make to everyone this year? Boys will be having regular haircuts. They'll be buying lime green boots, but um, I think it's fantastic. I really do, and I hope that we, as coaches, as players, as stakeholders and ambassadors, if you like, really grab this with both hands and, and make it a product we can all be proud of. The jeopardy will certainly add uh, an interest, and it's up to us then to maintain that interest through a quality of play and an application week to week basis. So it'll be interesting to watch how that works out. This week sees the Dragons under-23 side taking on the Ospreys. Last weekend was the Blues against the Scarlets, with both senior coaching teams on hand to watch. This was the verdict of Scarlets coach Wayne Pivak. I was very impressed. All four coaches from our group were there. Our Blues coaching staff were there. 
comments afterwards was that there was a high-paced game with a lot of intensity, well above what you'd see in the semi-pro level of the game. So from our perspective, the level we operate at, it's a good level of rugby, a step up, which is where we need our players to be. We put a side out with all these injuries, a starting 15 and then the bench were local players that were pulled in from the semi-pro sides and academy players. We had a lot of uh, 18, 17-year-olds come on in the second half against the Blues and it's great outing for them. So all in all, we thought it was a well worthwhile exercise. I haven't looked at the stats, I just saw the game live and my eyes told me that it was a step well and truly above semi-pro. listening to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Which is an interesting view. Pivak and his team, though, will be focusing on the start of the Guinness Pro 12 this weekend and a tough trip to Ulster. A key player for them, and for Wales' successful summer tour, is outside half Reese Patchell, who's feeling rejuvenated. I was very fortunate. I had six weeks, the longest I've had off. Yeah. Do you know what, by week three I was th- sat there thinking I need to be doing something here because uh, I got a bit of itchy feet. Other people are going to start stealing a march on me here, I need to start doing stuff. So I think by the end of week six I was definitely ready to come back to work. You had a pretty good summer. How are you feeling coming into this season? Yeah, it was okay. had a wicked summer looking around the world, that was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> last season was okay, but um, last season doesn't count for much this season really. I know it's a terrible cliche, but... We're there to be judged and, and to win this season and, and as enjoyable as last season was. That isn't the peak for us and shouldn't be the peak for us is, is to make a semi-final and a final. We, everybody needs to be striving to win. That's that's the nature of being in a professional environment. This number 10 shirt, it just becomes more and more competitive. Yeah, it does. And it all goes on how you play, doesn't it? You know, you play well, you get a chance. You don't play well, you won't get a chance. But a lot of it will come down to how the team goes, how you go and whether or not the, the Welsh coaches like what they see. If Selection is subjective in every team. So all everybody worries about is being good on a Monday, being better on a Tuesday, and that follows you know, every day. And then am I better than I was on Monday the next week and the week after that and the week after that? So all we can worry about is, is trying to, as you say, incrementally improve as the season goes on and see where that takes us but we're certainly fortunate that we've got a, a great management and a group, good group of players here that will push each other on You've obviously got short term targets the fact that you're working every day with the next Wales coach does that change it in any way? My two short term targets would be as good as I can be whatever anybody else takes out of that or whatever anybody thinks or Wayne's focus is here and now on the Scarlets and can we win with the Scarlets and when he goes to coach Wales I'm sure he'll do an excellent job and whether or not he picks me We'll find out in however many years' time. No, that's all we worry about is trying to get it right for the weekend. That's the sole focus. I think you play in second row or trying to prop this weekend, though, so... Yeah, I started life in the second row. Yeah. That's how I ended up in the backs. <laughs> yeah, in, under 11s. I went, for, I went for a trial with Cardiff Schools. And the coach was like, right, he's in. We just don't know where we want him to play. Heads he, heads he plays in the forwards, tails he plays in the backs. And he flipped a coin. I ended up in the backs. How different my career could have been. <laughs> I tell you, you wouldn't pay me enough. There's not enough zeros in the world for me to do what I'm talking about. I shouldn't imagine that I'll be playing in the row this week, but, um, you know, always be prepared. Now. Well, the Scarlets do have a few injuries up front. Another player looking forward to the new season after a good break is wing George North, who's also getting used to new surroundings at the Ospreys. It's nice to be home, Jermaine. It's nice to be back in Wales. It's been good for me, I guess, 
it's a bit more on one page now everything which is good it worked well in Northampton with them and from Wales but it's nice to be back now and all on one page and sort of focus on that do you feel this is going to give you the best chance to be in your best shape come the World Cup? What are you taking out? I don't know, how many hours of journeys and whatever. Yeah. Must be, um, you must be thinking, oh, I can just concentrate fully on one thing. Yeah, I think all the above. You know, I think it was well documented. See my return and the reasons I came back. And, you know, for me, I think it was time for a change to get the best out of me. The rugby is slightly different, but physically to be taken care of there, a bit more rest. You know, this summer I had, I had eight weeks off. Which by week five, Becky said to me, "When you getting out training again?" Which was fun. It's just like shooting sh- out the door. But you know, I, I think mentally it was more. I needed it more than anything this summer, just because obviously it's been a long old slog since I started when I was like 18 to get the first proper break before you know starting training and then pre-season with a big focus, as you said, for what's coming. We forget how young you are. 26 now. It's incredible. So I was just wondering whether we could see this maybe as a reset of your career. Is that too strong a word? Yeah, probably. That's a bit strong, I think. Um, I don't think my last few years have been that bad. The reason was well documented, I think. For me, it was time for a change. I need to mix it up. I think certainly it will give me a chance to sort of refocus again, sort of get back to what I know I can be uh, with the help of obviously the Ospreys starting this week so as well as obviously hopefully having the, the help of the union as well to, to push forward and the, the better I can prepare myself and play for the region uh, with the Ospreys here the better chances I've got a chance of putting my hand up for going forward Do you have targets? I do have targets at the moment they're very short term I haven't had a real chance to reevaluate long term just because it's been a bit of a whirlwind trip obviously having a time off decided to give myself a complete mental break from rugby so anyone spoke to me about rugby I would just I would change the subject very quickly um, and yeah to come in here now to meet a good bunch of boys with some, some strong people coming in as well as well as the coaching staff you know I think our focus is now we've got to start this first block of games and we've got two home games and it's two really tough tough teams we've got to just hit them running and make sure we can set our tone early at home as well well I guess something other than rugby what Going outside, Gary Thomas. Yeah, that's, he was lying as well. I gave him an absolute kick in. <laughs> Going up down North Wales on your bike. And, yeah. Uh, there was one point where he was talking to me on the, and he was texting while he was riding uphill, and I just thought he's taking the Michael here now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. It, it's, it's been nice. It's the first time, as I said, the, uh, the break allowed me to properly switch off. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's difficult uh, when you've only got, you know, three, maybe four weeks maximum to, you know, the first week, you just sort of coming down off the high of the season by week two then you know you've, you've eaten quite a bit you've drunk quite a bit and then week three then you start thinking I've only got you know week ten days to get myself going again ready for pre-season again you know so it's um, it's been ideal really you know I've been able to do yeah prat around chasing yellow jerseys up hills and play on bikes you know see family go to weddings went to three weddings this summer which is never we've never been able to do so it's been ideal you know um yeah, to come back ready for obviously now, um, as I said, a big, big, big block to start. I guess I'm very fortunate to play rugby. I love rugby, you know, and I think sometimes you, when you're always on the go, you sort of lose your way and your understanding and you, your, you know, why you play. And then to have the time away, obviously last season with my good friend Rob, how he finished, and obviously he's now back in Australia, Rob Horn, and it makes you re- reevaluate what you want to do and and how you want to do it and how you want to. You know, play knowing that any game could be a lash, you know, and um, that time off in the summer sort of really gave me that chance just to take a step back and, you know, refocus, as I said, reset, ready to go, and, you know, hopefully 
decent dispatch with the Ospreys this season. Rhys Patchell mentioned the competition at number 10. One of those players coming into that equation is Jared Evans at the Blues. How's he enjoyed the preparation for a pretty big season? It's been good. It's been a bit different. Obviously, we've been used to the um, same group of, of coaches for a while, but um, so it's good to learn off new people. And um, yeah, pre-season's been tough, but um, yeah, it's been very good. And welcoming the European champions. First game of the season, it's hard to get an understanding of what sort of side they're going to pick, who's being rested. So um, we prepare for the best, and, um, and we'll go from there. Good chance to make a, a big statement on the opening weekend. Obviously, defending Pro 14 champions as well, beating those guys will uh, send a bit of a message. Yeah, definitely send a message, and it's important for us. The biggest thing I found last year was the twitching momentum can become such a big thing. You know, no better way than to start with a win, I suppose. Um, down the Arms Park, which we have strong run of games, I suppose we did towards the end of last year. Do you sort of review, you know, a season's campaign last year? You know, the pretty successful end to the season from your point of view on a personal basis. What, what do you take out of your performances last season? Yeah, I just try and I take some of the stuff I learnt last year with me um, into the new season. Really, I just go out on the weekend, no different last year, and the picture I get is the, the way I play the game. It's tough because, you know, when you're deep into the season, you've got a pretty good footage to analyse teams first game can be a bit misleading really because you don't really know what selections or what they're coming in with really there's a lot of talk about the number 10 jersey as somebody that's watched you on a variety of levels you, you seem to sort of deal with that and you, you don't show that sort of pressure would that be fair to say yeah definitely i um something i've learned over the last few years really is just uh, not dwelling on any errors because you know tens are going to make errors and they'll do some positive things, they could do some negative things. That's just how the game goes as a 10. It's just about not dwelling on those errors and trying to make your next involvement a positive one. You obviously, I guess, listen to the coaches, etc. Who else do you listen to as a matter of interest? Your parents, friends maybe? Keep an eye out on the press at all? I just try and analyse my game, my training and stuff. And um, and that way, really, I do You know, listen to my family, maybe my dad, if he's seen the game and... But generally, I do a lot of the analysis on myself. So, new Bass coach as well, Jason Strange. Um, you played under my age grade, did you? Yeah. Did, did he have a big influence on you? Yeah, like obviously a group of boys which he coached here. Yeah, so I think that made it a lot easier for him knowing a lot of the yeah. boys which he's already coached. I think it's a lot of like boys my age, Gary and Tom, all that, Thomas, yeah. um, and then the younger boys like yeah. Keelan Azarty and boys like that. So I suppose the transition of him knowing but it's been a lot easier for him um, and he's fitting in really well he took a lot of us for like a two three year period which is bound to have an effect on you just helps now that he's with the blues while one of the interesting signings of the dragons was tight head prop Aaron jarvis he's injured for the first few weeks of the season but how does he reflect now on his two seasons at clermont Auvergne in france before returning to wales Amazing experience. First year went really well with regards to winning the top 14 and playing the Champions Cup final. Second year was obviously a little bit more difficult because there were a lot of injuries and the results weren't so good, but as an experience, unbelievable. Is it much different over there to you? Not with Claremont. Very professional on the ball with pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, the league, yeah, it can be a little bit different. Some games it can be quite slow. You, you know, you're playing teams, the big teams that just want them all. Yeah. And then you play the, the teams like you know, La Rochelle, who are a big team, but they shift the ball yeah. around the game. The game's really quick. It just depends who you're playing, really. 
How different a player are you from the one that left the Ospreys? I feel like I probably played my best rugby in France and no one really knows because I was out, out, <laughs> yeah. you know, out of the way. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've changed too much. I think I'm more relaxed in my approach, which I think is helping. And it was just the way they looked at different things probably helped me. Scrums, for example, spent a lot more time on scrummaging. Um, so I think that helped me improve my consistency. Yeah, and just the enjoyable experiences which helped you play better. You left as a recent Wales international, as you say. It was out of sight, out of mind, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. And that's my decision at the end of the day to go and try that. And I'm, I'm glad I did. I think I would regret my career if I finished and, and didn't try something like that. Like I said, I had an experience to play in a Champions Cup final and lose to Saracens. And then the week later to go and play in the top 14 final and beat Toulon. And then the following day, you've got 60,000 people in Place de Jord celebrating the win. It's... You, know, you, you just wouldn't get. I don't think you get that anywhere else, uh, apart from Claremont. Does that give you an element of responsibility coming into uh, into the Dragons? Almost a, a very different challenge, isn't it? It is very different, but that's that's when I spoke to Pell, That's what excited me. It's, it is a challenge, and I think definitely going the right way, trying to change the culture and, and become a real tight team. I think that will help. I think we will. I think we'll surprise a few people this season. Very different group of internationals, Lions, etc. Yourself in Champions Cup finals. Does that help? That you're looking round at other people who've had those experiences. I think so. I think it will. Um, I think yeah, that's, that's, that's the key. The Dragons have always had very good young players, and I think this this year Ben has brought in quite a bit of experience, and I think yeah that that will help. And, and hopefully, like I say, it's, it's a change in I guess the culture and, and and trying to improve performances. Look at someone like Liam. Your job to keep him out of the team or to help him? Oh, help with teammates. <laughs> Get on but, uh, really well with both of them. They're both working really hard we've been working really hard in, in pre-season and obviously I got injured but you know they're good guys they're good players and if we can help each other it's going to improve the team and that's that's what matters is, is winning on, on, a, on a Saturday you mentioned France improving you on the field did, did you enjoy it off the field as well everyone seems to go over this yeah that, that was the, the again culture, the, the culture the environment and it was such a kid friendly club there's probably 30 odd kids there and I've, I've got two kids that really helped it was very social you know, there's always things going on barbecues and go out for food and, and just yeah it's just a very social way of doing things over there that was an uh, awesome experience and it's a big year ahead for the with the World Cup at the end of it I would love to play, play for Wales again um, and obviously if I stayed in France I wouldn't be able to so that was another big reason to come back and, and, but first and foremost I need to get fit and try and get myself in the team here you know Lloydie and, and Leon are both very good players like Lloydie had a heavy year last year and Leon's got so much potential, so it's just going to be hard enough work to try and get the team here. So that's what that's got to be the first challenge. So that's it for this week's Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. So much to look forward to this season. And we'll talk next week. Until then, goodbye.